0: Listening to the Trade Gods. What is going on, Player Profiler Nation? It's Jason Allwine with today. Good old Jack Kavanaugh coming straight after Player Profiler today. Joining me to break down some trades. How are you doing, man?
1: Fantastic! I got to talk to Nate earlier on the show. I got to talk to the Harry Snowman. Now I get to talk to you. Great day. Lots of just conversations with some of my favorite people
0: yeah that's good hey it's like uh we work a remote job but we have tons of interaction right
1: (laughs) it it is it really is you know you think oh you work online you must never interact with people no i I talk to a lot of people i probably talk to people more than you do in your office job for a lot of people
0: (laughs) a hundred percent too, or at least it's not all I mean it's always about the job right we're always talking about football but at least it's not about the coffee in the office and the the, the snack How about I that weather we're having <laughs> I don't know why this is the tangent we're going off of but thank you for joining me today unfortunately my man my trade God brother Matty Kiwo couldn't make it tonight but we'll be back full strength next week this week we're doing something a little different Matty has taken the pleasure of at least putting together seven trades that he found in Player Profiler's own Discord channel. You can join that at playerprofiler.com slash chat. It's great stuff. We've got over 2,000 members talking about football constantly, answering your questions constantly, so go check that out. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and get right into it? Why don't we look at some trades? This is trade one, 12-team super flex. It is Team A is getting Deshaun Watson, Kenneth Walker, DK Metcalf, and Team B is giving up Russell Wilson, CeeDee Lamb, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and a 20-25 second. What are your initial thoughts?
1: My initial thoughts are Kenneth Walker, the former RB1. He has now been passed by at least Bijan. I think he might have actually been passed uh-huh. by Brees Hall, too, in our Dynasty rankings. But I know Bijan's one. I think that's kind of the big selling point is if you're a Bijan or a Ken Walker fan, or if you're like us and you've got CD lamb ahead of all these running backs ahead of even Bijan Robinson, CD lamb is the best player in this trade. Jackson Smith and Jigba has the chance to become the second best player in this trade in short order. And then you're getting the second round pick in 2025 as well. Whereas the Russell Wilson versus Deshaun Watson doesn't really move the needle for me either way. Mm-hmm. These are two broken quarterbacks that were just hoping pan out. I feel like he can flip a coin and it's going to pan out for one of them. So mm-hmm. give me Team B, give me Jackson Smith and Jigba, give me CeeDee Lamb, give me Russell Wilson. And that second round pick in 2025, it's pretty much nothing in my mind, but hey, it
0: helps. Yeah, no, I... <sighs> I feel like team A has to be a Seahawks fan, right? They're, <laughs> they're just like, I yeah. want Metcalf. I want Metcalf. Um, but well, and of doesn't... course
1: they have to get rid of Russ too, because they're a Seahawks fan. <laughs> they actually yeah, don't believe in
0: them. Yeah. So they're 100% Seahawks fans and that doesn't, that isn't accounted for in the trade analyzer, nor is it good fantasy football analysis to say, well, he's a Seahawks fan. This makes sense for him. It at least makes sense for him in his mind. But in terms of value, you know, you're taking chances. Both of those guys, Kenneth Walker, DK Metcalf, great ceilings. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on about DK Metcalf. You already mentioned Deshaun Watson's broken. Russell Wilson, a little broken. CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver three in our rankings. Apparently better than every running back in our rankings. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I,
1: I looked right before the show. It's number one is Justin Jefferson. Number two, Jamar Chase. Number three, C.D. Lamb. Number four, Bijan Robinson. And I forget who number five is. I think it's Brees, but no. Yeah. Number five is A.J. Brown.
0: Wow. So we're really high on wide receivers, which makes sense the way the fantasy football is swinging these days. Um, and we're, I mean, we're basically a PPR website. So that, that accounts into it, too. And I love, I love Jackson Smith and Jigba. but he's my favorite rookie overall in this class. I mean, I know I wouldn't take him at the 101 because that's not good process, but. He's my favorite rookie. I love the guy, so I, I'm excited to see what he can do. 20 25 second. I think you said too. It doesn't really move the needle for you. Um, I do kind of want to say I might take Team A though because I know you said it's kind of a wash with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. But I oh man, this is really it is tough to say this. Team A lie-wise. is
1: probably going to be better this year. Yeah, but I think Team B. I'd rather have because it's dynasty.
0: No, I mean, I think that's good. I I think that, yeah. Yeah, i just, I'm trying to think. I feel like whatever quarterback pans out more is the winner of this trade. I feel like Deshaun Watson has a little bit of a better chance to perform better than Russell Wilson this season. What do you think?
1: Yeah, probably. They've invested more in Cleveland. We think they're going to take a wide receiver this year in the draft. In addition to having Elijah Moore, in addition to having um, Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones and David Njoku. Mm-hmm. They'll pass more than they did last year. Deshaun Watson won't be as devastatingly horrible as he was. Russ will be better too, yes. but Sean Payton's not completely tied to Russ. He's fine moving on if it doesn't pan out. But even if he moves on, Russ is going to have a starting job. He's Russell Wilson.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So, oh, I think I'm going to take T.I.N.A. I think I will personally take team a. I do like DK Metcalf and Kenneth Walker a bit too much, but I, I think that if we put this into the trade analyzer, it might be very close. And it was. The trade analyzer did have Team A winning, but only by three and a half points. And this is a trade where the lifetime values came, both of them, in the 690s. So you're talking about essentially as equal of a trade as you can get. And I mean, I think that makes sense. We already highlighted all the reasons as to why it's equal. Let me ask you this. Do you think cd lamb finishes 2023 as the wide receiver three in our dynasty rankings
1: i think so okay garrett wilson has a chance to pass him maybe chris alave but less of a chance i don't think jackson smith and jigba passes him but if he does then it doesn't really hurt you (laughs) by having him that happen I think Ceedee Lamb is going to stay the wide receiver three. Amon Ross, Saint Brown, probably not going to pass him. Drake London, probably not. Ceedee Lamb is pretty damn good, and I actually think the Brandon Cooks trade helps him because it yep. opens up the field. He stretches the field a little bit. A report came out today that Mike McCarthy promised Michael Gallup he's going to get featured more. That was a lie. Not a <laughs> chance that's happening when they're bringing in wide receivers. But CeeDee Lamb's going to be fine. He is a true, full-fledged alpha. He's going to end as the wide receiver three. Because there's you can never put him above Chase. You can never put him above right. Jefferson. But I don't think you can ever drop him below any of, the, any of these other guys. Garrett Wilson is going to have to have a hell of a season to pass CeeDee Lamb and Dynasty.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's been a long time coming for CD lamb too. Uh, He's just kind of progressively moved up, never really fallen in rankings, just steadily, steadily climbed himself up. And that's basically what makes him wide receiver three is no one really has the same case. He does. Uh, And he's still extremely young. still, I think exactly 24. I want to say he turned 24 like four days ago, something like that. So um, anyway, I'm with you there. I think even if he does fall, he's not falling outside of the top six. So it's probably not even worth talking about in general. But let's move on to trade two. And those of you watching, if you want to add, if you have any of your own trade questions, we will answer those with you. But here's trade two straight from the Discord. Team A is getting the 2023-101. And Team B is getting Lamar Jackson and DJ Moore. I have a feeling you probably have some thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, because it's super flex.
0: Yeah, This is a super flex league.
1: If this were a redraft league, then sure, that's fine. I understand you go for Bijan quarterbacks less important in a one QB league, but this is super flex quarterbacks are gold. The Ravens are going to have Lamar Jackson back next year. That is going to happen. I know Odell said, well, I've got no guarantees. Shut up, Odell. You're covering from your boy. It's going to hurt his negotiating power. If he says, yeah, Lamar told me he's coming back. He promised me that's going to hurt his leverage. So yeah, that was a lie from Odell Beckham. I respect the lie. I just don't believe it. So the Ravens are loading up on offense around Lamar Jackson. Rashad Bateman, wide receiver one. Odell, wide receiver two. Devin Duvernay and Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver three slash four. They're probably going to draft a wide receiver as well, possibly in the first round. It's a dominant offensive line. Lamar Jackson is just being flat out disrespected at this point. Because he can't get a contract, people are forgetting just how marvelous the man is
0: yeah no and they are they are and that goes to show and why i always say i'm a market man that lamar jackson is a buy candidate in super flex leagues because you're telling me that you can get the 101 which at best is a running back right i mean john robinson is fantastic but you're talking about a quarterback versus running back comparison here plus the Argu-
1: C- he could be, he could be the qb1 this year lamar jackson could be the highest scoring player in all of fantasy
0: football you are. I mean, you're right. You're right. Didn't even think of it that way, but you are completely right. I mean, he could, uh, he was a former MVP at one point and he was, and I he's mean, got literally. a better
1: offense. He's got a better offense now than when he won MVP. Yeah,
0: he, he does. He does, man. Yeah. So a great gamble that team B is taking, taking Lamar Jackson and then to somehow some way get DJ Moore. Thrown in on top of that, a guy who could very well finish as a top ten wide receiver next season. Tons of people in in Player Profiler especially are excited for what could happen next year. Especially Matt Kiwoom. I wish he were here to go on his little rant about him. But essentially, you know, in his honor, he thinks that we are looking at the Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown type of thing, where the Bears are going to have a great season. Justin Fields is going to have a great season. DJ Moore is going to have a great season. And I mean, I, it makes sense, right? Either way, he's got a good floor, great ceiling, just thrown in on top of there. I, I'm with you 100%. It's got to be Team B. Got to be and Team And
1: I love <laughs> b I love b But it's Lamar Jackson. It's yep. Lamar Jackson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is there a landing spot that would make B. John Robinson more valuable than this at all in the world?
1: I don't think so because the best landing spot is the Bengals. And even if he goes to the Bengals, I'm still taking Lamar Jackson and DJ Moore. It's super yep. flex.
0: Yep. Yep. And the trade analyzer heavily agrees with us. They have Team B winning by 193 lifetime value points. It's <laughs> just an absolute de- destruction of Team just a, a, really
1: a blowout
0: (laughs) not not even close i i can't even tell you really what team a is looking is is thinking about maybe they're stacked at quarterback or something but even then that doesn't explain it that's not how value works so completely against this trade really if this were trade court i would be putting the patented uh trade monitor ankle monitor on this team and not let them make any more trades without coming to the trade gods first because this is terrible This is I like terrible. that.
1: That is, that is a great invention that you have there.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's good. We do the trade court every once in a while, and we give you know trade jail, the trade ankle monitor, uh, <laughs> all of that stuff. If you if you suck at trading, so <laughs> tune in oh, next week. Maybe it'll be back. Or wow. watch last week's episode with the Podfather, and he was the honorable judge. It was great stuff. Great that, stuff. That was absolutely fantastic.
1: I'm seeing a trade in the chat here that is also Ooh. fantastic. Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. If you can get Rashad Bateman for the 205, smash that. Oh, I'm looking at the other one. The one from Jeremy. Yes. 205 for Rashad Bateman. Get Rashad Bateman now. He's still the alpha on the Baltimore Ravens. Just because Odell signed doesn't mean he's the wide receiver too.
0: Yeah. And for those listening, this is a one quarterback 205 as well. So, I mean, this is, I mean, you're getting like wide receiver 10 in the draft class or something for this. So yeah. Take Rashad Bateman every single day of the week, Jeremy. Every single day of the week. Now, we were talking about the 101. We were talking about draft picks in this one, the 205. We have an app here at Player Profiler, the Breakout Finder app that can help find which rookies are going to break out. And let's let the Pod Father tell us a little bit about it.
2: Oh hey, it's a Mr. Breakout Finder coming at you. The Breakout Finder features three key tools a database of metrics that includes speed score, college dominator, breakout age, but also breakout finder only stats like dynamic score, level of competition, teammate score. All of these things are part of the overall breakout finder algorithm that pinpoints the probability that a player will break out. Everyone's talking about my model does this and my model does that. Well, we give you the data points that go into the model. We have a feature that lets you compare players. And then we give you The precise probability of every wide receiver, every running back, sorted and filterable by class year. So when I'm talking to my friends and I need to show them why I'm so bullish on Player X, I pull out the Breakout Finder and bam, there he is. So go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's 5 bucks to get the Breakout Finder and then a couple extra bucks to get some of these additional enhanced stats. Go download it and thank me
0: later. Jack. Do you use the breakout finder
1: yes all of the time yeah almost every single day especially because i'm making graphics for it over on the sonic truth twitter account make sure you go follow that follow at profiler underscore nfl profiler underscore cfb the whole array of player profiler twitter accounts because yeah it's so so great it's got such valuable information i know you posted a graphic earlier today with the top five running back breakout ratings of all time could not believe
0: number two was darren mcfadden it just goes to show man he was everyone was excited about him i remember i have a football card collection and way too many of those cards are darren mcfadden rookie cards (laughs) way too many i'll tell you that right now (laughs) And to be
1: fair, he did break out in terms of what a breakout means. It happened. There was a year Darren McFadden was going as a top five fantasy pick. It didn't work out, but it happened.
0: Just goes to show what fantasy football is sometimes, right? Right. (laughs) At the end of the day, you take Darren McFadden at five, you think you're doing well, and no, you've you've lost your league because of that one pick. (laughs) But that's okay, right? Because we can save bad draft picks with trades, Here's trade number three. Team A is acquiring Justin Fields and gave up the 102 Brock Purdy and a 2024 first. What do you think?
1: I think for this one, it's kind of a question of if you're a rebuilding team or a competing team. At least that's how I view it in terms of trying to get in the minds of these two teams. If I'm competing right now, I give that up for Justin Fields. And if I'm selling, I can understand giving up Justin Fields and getting that in return. You're building this year with the 102. You're building next year with that first round pick. However, even if I'm a rebuilding team, I want more for Justin Fields because you have Justin Fields. Even if you take Anthony Richardson with the 102, you're hoping for Justin Fields. It's the family guy scene. We know it. We love it. A boat's a boat, but the box could be anything. It could even be a boat. (laughs) Justin Fields is great. Anthony Richardson could be anything. He could even be Justin Fields. Or he could bust. So go with the bird in hand. Go with Justin Fields. Kid is a star on the rise. He is going to be just... He's going to be this year's Jalen Hurts. And I know that's cliche. I know that's easy. I know it's a cop-out, but... That's just who he is going to be this year. He is going to dominate.
0: Yeah, and I have to ask you this, just to just to see if it sways your opinion at all. This is a super flex league. There is a world where somebody at that 101 does not take Bajan Robinson. If that's Bajan Robinson at the 102, does that affect your opinion on this trade at all?
1: I'd still go with Justin Fields because it's super yep. flex. Yep. It's super flex, and quarterback I'm, I'm is king. It. And when you can get a difference-making quarterback like Justin Fields,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you got to do it.
0: Yeah. No, I'm it's, with it's, f-
1: it's good value. I'll say it's good value. I understand why you do this trade. Give up Justin Fields for that. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's young enough that if you're a rebuilding team, it's better to have him and just stick with it. Yep. Forever. Yep. Go get the <laughs> for, for, the,
0: for the next 10 years, you've got Justin Fields. Hopefully, right? Hopefully, right? And probably. <laughs> and probably. Not I got to ask you this that happened. You know, we're we're you've hosted the player profiler Today you're tapped into the news, you run our Twitter's, Rock Purdy. Do you think he's starting at all next season?
1: I think the 49ers want him to start, mm-hmm. but because of his injury, Trey Lance is going to have to lose the job. Yep. If he plays well enough, Purdy's not going to get it back. The 49ers do want Purdy to win this. That's who they would go with if everything was equal. But right now, everything is not equal. He just had elbow surgery. He's supposed to be cleared for the first game.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But that doesn't mean he's practicing for the first game. So he's not going to be playing fully until far down the line. And if Trey Lance balls out in training camp, if Trey Lance scores 30 points in week one, if Trey Lance shaves his head, which he absolutely needs to do, then Trey Lance is a bald king in QB one.
0: You know, what's funny. I saw a good tweet and this is why Twitter's good. Uh, somebody called Trey Lance, Trey young. And I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Trey young's uh, hairline, but it, it is the same. It is the same. It is completely receding. And they, these guys both named Trey somehow refuse to just let it go. Just let it go. I, I, to,
1: I, all, to all my friends out there embrace being a bald king you will absolutely look better rather than hanging on to it like trey lance does embrace yourself love yourself be a bald king you're gonna look damn
0: good yeah confidence is where it's at man you know so yeah (laughs) i'm with you there maybe that's
1: why that's maybe that's why trey lance isn't qb1 he's not confident enough
0: i i think you're right we have discovered it here on trade gods episode 23 why Trey Lance can't get it done, and he just doesn't have the gonads. He doesn't have the confidence to do it. He doesn't. <laughs> there are plenty of bald men in the Bay Area, in the Bay Area. Plenty of them. He could pull it off too. He'd look great. He he would be a QB one if he went bald. When he goes bald, it's going to happen eventually. <laughs> Let's do a trade here in the chat. <laughs> Jamie has asked, and they've just made this trade. But you know, they just want they want their our thoughts. They've traded away Chris Olave, Damian Pierce, and Greg Dulcich, and they've acquired AJ Brown, Rashad White, and the 212. How are you feeling? How? How,
2: how did
1: you pull this off? Because AJ Brown is better than Olave, Rashad White is better than Damian Pierce, and Greg Dulcich and the 212, those are both kind of throw ins. And it's even better for you, though, Jamie, because we just got word today that Sean Payton is not exactly impressed with Greg Dolchich. When asked about his performance last year, going back and looking at the tape, he said it was rough. He did not enjoy going through Greg Dolchich's tape. And when asked about his future, we'll see. So there's a chance that the Broncos draft the tight end. There's whispers that they might move on from Albert Akui Boonham as well, which would break my heart, but yep. great trade, Jamie, getting, getting a, you've upgraded at every position except for maybe tight end and you have Njoku and Andrew. So you didn't need a, you didn't need So Great job. Great job.
0: Yeah. I love this trade. I would not be surprised if next week, right. We're doing a trade finder trade and I saw a Damian Pierce and Dolce traded for AJ Brown. Like just AJ,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And they offered it to Jamie. <laughs> wow, well done. Yeah. well done, well done. Those are those are you because you, you always want to double check. You, a lot of the time, you want to haggle over trades, but when you get that offer, just smash, yep. smash, smash, smash. They must really hate Rashad White. That's the only thing.
0: Aaron made this trade. Didn't know. Because Aaron doesn't love Chris Alave either. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. And I think he really, really likes AJ Brown. So it wasn't Aaron. It wasn't Aaron. And maybe this guy doesn't like Rashad White or AJ Brown. Maybe he's just a huge Devontae Smith and Keyshawn Vaughn. Right. Is he still hanging around there in Tampa? (laughs) Yes. Chase Edmonds. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he just really likes those guys. (laughs) Anyway, trade four. Trade number four, Amari Cooper in a Superflex tight end premium league. Amari Cooper and the 111 went for Drake London. What you thinking?
1: I'm thinking I'm going to go with Drake London. The guy is still so young. He had pretty elite target share. Now, the raw numbers didn't translate because the Falcons hardly passed, which I know you've talked about at length about the Atlanta Falcons and their unwillingness to pass the ball. Yeah. But I think it's still Drake London. They're going to get pass heavier. They can't be this run heavy forever. He's so young. The 111 is a pretty fringe player given how disappointing this wide receiver class has been. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Drake London cuz Amari Cooper he's fine. He'll have some wide receiver one weeks. He'll have yeah. some wide receiver four weeks. So give me Drake London. I'd rather take that boom bust upside where the boom could be. He figures it out in year two and it's just consistent production week after week because he's a true alpha. Mm
0: -hmm. Mari Cooper, fake alpha. (laughs) Justin Amari Cooper. (laughs) It's
1: fine, but he's not a he's not a guy that no matter who the cornerback is in front of him,
0: you're throwing him the ball. Definitely. Definitely. Drake London's that guy. Yeah, and I'm a few weeks ago Drake London was my sell candidate and I'm still probably selling him. I'm not willing to take the risk however in this trade I am. I I keep seeing Drake London actually go for a little bit cheaper than I than I view than I see him like in rankings, you know, and I think the 111 and Amari Cooper is not quite enough for what the upside can be. You mentioned it, I've mentioned it at length the, the Falcons still pass the ball and they might start passing the ball more, but even then, even if they don't He's still going to have some big games. That's just how it works when you're a wide receiver one on the offense. The thing that's giving me pause, maybe, maybe is that the Falcons have met with eight wide receivers so far in this process. And some of the ones are like Quentin Johnston, Zay Flowers, some of these guys that might fall into where they could pick them in the second round. Um, It's still. Would any of
1: those guys scare you off of Drake London? No. uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Zay Flowers would make his life better because then he'd actually have someone to stretch the field instead of yeah. Scotty Miller, who I like, but NFL defenses don't respect and yeah. Quentin Johnston. He's, he's just a, a, much worse version of Drake London.
0: Yes. Yes. No, I mean, I'm with you there. It's just at some point, right? If I, I just don't, I, I don't want to make this a Falcons episode again. I keep doing this every time I do it. I'm not even that big of a Falcons fan. <laughs> I just always talk about them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But I, I just, I don't know. I just, it's going to be so hard to want to accept that some week Drake London is going to get you three points, right? More than four times a season, probably. Like it's, but, ceiling's there. anyway, I'm taking Drake London in this trade. I'm not going to spend much time on it. Um, I, I like it. Amari um, Cooper is totally fine, but we're going to see the Browns offense look a lot different next year, and it could be Donovan Peoples-Jones. It could be Elijah Moore, and it's sometimes going to be Amari Cooper, and it's sometimes going to be David Njoku. Just give me Drake London. I'll accept the risk there. Uh, trade, trade five. <laughs> Let's just go to trade five. Jalen Waddell and Tony Pollard in a Superflex League has been sent for Chris Godwin, James Conner, Geno Smith, and a 2025 first-round pick.
1: I, I feel like I've been giving too many answers with a butt but this is another one where because it's a super flex team B is more valuable because getting Geno Smith is pretty, it's, it's not a throw in I don't like Chris James Connor that much, but he does have value in getting Geno Smith all told team B. I would imagine when all is said and done, the trade calculator prefers it. But if I can afford to get rid of Geno Smith, I'm fine overpaying to get Jalen Waddle and to get Tony Pollard because Waddle upgrade on Chris Godwin, big Chris Godwin fan, but Waddle is an upgrade and Tony Pollard is an immense upgrade on James Conner. So this feels like a move, a team that's going all in would make. And so I respect it, but my analytical brain says team B is more valuable.
0: Great way to break it down. And I'm with you also. I'm taking team A. I like acquiring those guys, but I do see the value in team B. We had an episode a few weeks back with Steve Rippey from Fantasy Guides over on Instagram. Shoot them a follow. He talked about um, it was a trade with like Tyreek Hill for like five assets. And he was like, this is a $100 bill being traded for five $20 bills, which I mean, you're getting the same thing back, but you're really, really diversifying here. And I'm all about going to get the better players. And I think Chris Godwin with Baker Mayfield, that's a downgrade. The Cardinals offense in general, next season, a downgrade. James Conner's not going to score as many touchdowns. Geno Smith, fantastic year last year. Not going to take that away from him. Can he do it two years in a row? Will the Seahawks not draft Anthony Richardson? Two questions to ask. And then the 2025 first, I don't generally like to look that far in the future. I'd like to at least maybe see that be a 2024. Um, But I'm, I'm taking team A uh, probably every single day of the week. What do you think about Chris Godwin and Baker Mayfield?
1: Yeah, that's going to be – it's going to be ugly. It's going to be frustrating. It's – I almost would rather see Kyle Trask for Chris Godwin's sake because mm-hmm. he's he's not going to push the ball downfield as much. And so at least Chris Godwin can eat in that slot, eat in the short area. He's more than that as a wide receiver, but if you've got Kyle Trask, at least you can – dink and dunk it down to him whereas baker mayfield he's probably gonna try to force it to mike evans a lot and i guess you know maybe you say godwin becomes his new landry who was more targeted than odell because odell or at least more efficient than odell because baker and odell couldn't get on the same page but either way I, i i would rather than have anyone else will levis hendon hooker
0: that would be an upgrade jack Cavanaugh, jason allam maddie kiwum at quarterback <laughs> instead of i don't know me. if
1: I, well, I i i i'd go with kiwum i don't know if i go with myself <laughs> i cannot throw i don't know about your arm but i i think maddie Kewoom could uh could, could go in there for a couple snaps
0: oh, 100% he could i don't know he always makes that joke on the show and i think he's underselling his nfl quarterback talent <laughs> i think it we'll find is. out in kansas city right i think someone needs to bring a football i'll bring a football and we'll see. Yeah, I think
1: I think we're going to get there and the, the he's going to we're going to be all just throwing around in the backyard or whatever just warming up and then so the ball's going to roll over to Maddie Key when he's going to pick it up and just put a hole through someone's chest.
0: <laughs> Guy's got a howitzer. He probably does. I'm with you 100%. I'm I'm with right? you. 100%. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I'm excited to see it. I've got a football. Right over here next to me, and I'm going to bring it. I'm going to put it in my suitcase, and we'll ha- we'll have it. And somebody, and we'll report back. Somebody will get a hole in their chest.
1: <laughs> Be prepared to see how terrible my throw is. That's why i was not a quarterback. Oh no! School. Come on, throw's really? bad. Oh yeah, okay, I was I, I was t- blocking tight
0: end, fullback, and linebacker. Okay, all that's about fine. the pick sixes. Hey, we'll we'll write that off. Let me ask you a question before we move on from this trade. If the Cowboys draft a running back, doesn't have to be Bichon, just if they draft a running back, are you worried about Tony Pollard?
1: If it's Charbonnet, yes. If it's Roshan, no, because he'll be more like, they'll treat him more like Zeke. (laughs) Charbonnet, I think they would treat like Zeke Plus. Wouldn't be worried about Jameer. I'd be a little bit worried about Jameer Gibbs because it'd be the targets. So let me me scratch that. If it's Charbonnet or Roshan, I'm not as worried. If it's Jameer Gibbs, I'm terrified because it's going to take away targets. And that's the thing that's going to prop up Pollard, no matter who that RB2 is, is the targets. Mm-hmm. So and if it's Bijan, I'm terrified. And I am horrified of Bijan being drafted to the Cowboys. That would just obliterate.
0: Yeah, A uh, 100% it would. Are you selling Tony Pollard?
1: Uh, At the right price, but I don't think he's a sell candidate because people know they're probably drafting a running back and people are worried it could be Mm Bijan.
0: Yeah, and he has the injury right now, so it's definitely an interesting market. Yeah, Uh,
1: Theoretically, I'm open to selling him, but I don't think I'm going to get a value back that I'm comfortable with.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair, and and you're probably right. You're probably right. We'll have to next week. Tune in, guys. We'll look at some more Tony Pollard trades, see what he's going for trade six jalen hurts in a super flex tight end premium league and this is important was traded for kyler murray chris alave and travis kelsey what do you think
1: i think it's kind of antithetical to trade for kyler murray and travis kelsey because mm-hmm. kyler murray is a productive struggle quarterback he he looks ahead of schedule we saw him squatting the other day but it's going to be much more important seeing him running and doing the agility drills, but there is a chance we, we had talked that Kyler Murray might not play at all this year because the Cardinals would be so bad based on the fact that he's they're already posting workout videos. I think he is the competitor that's going to be back as soon as possible. And the Cardinals seem like a bad organization that might force him onto the field as soon as possible. But even still, that's not going to be good for fantasy football purposes He's a productive struggle quarterback. Even if anything you get this year is gravy, you're planning for next year and the year after when he's finally healthy. Kelsey, on the other hand, is a win-now asset. He could retire at any point. This could be his final season. He could have two years left. We have no idea. And Olave, he's just nice to have. But Jalen Hurts, you're getting the QB2 in Dynasty. You're getting an elite asset at cornerback for a win now team. I assume I guess getting rid of Travis Kelsey is not a win now move, but Jalen hurts is a win now quarterback and a win in the future quarterback
0: as well. Mm -hmm. This one's tough because I, I, I I kind of share the same idea as you as I do think Kyler Murray is going to be back sooner rather than later. And I mean, I love what he can bring to this offense. Um, Man, I mean Travis Kelsey. This is a tight end premium league where you can acquire Travis Kelsey. I have to assume that Team B. I have to assume it. They've got somebody that they're starting at quarterback, and it could to just be a apparently,
1: process. huh? some, two somebody's apparently. Yeah, they,
0: I mean, yeah, and it's probably Baker Mayfield and uh, somebody else, right? Like, it's probably a quarterback like that, but it could be, you know. Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff, right? Just kind of two quarterback twos. Um, and because of that, I think I'm going to go with team B because I think Kyler Murray will eventually be able to step in and take that team over the top. Plus you're getting a top 10 dynasty wide receiver and Chris Olave. Plus you're getting Travis Kelsey and tied at premium. It's very close. It's very close. Jalen hurts. is something else.
1: Kyler Murray's almost underrated at this point, isn't he? Yeah. It's a a combination of things. It's number one, it's the ACL because people don't expect him to play this year. I have recently been swung over that he'll play pretty early. October, November-ish. Yeah. And he had a bad year and he has an attitude problem and he's still got the stench of Cliff Kingsbury radiating radiating off of him. But Mm -hmm. remember a year and a half ago, was it? when he was an MVP candidate for half a yeah. season.
0: Yeah, they did. It was because the Cardinals did the classic Arizona Cardinals started off the year undefeated. He was lighting the world on fire and then the Cardinals started sucking. And I don't even think they ended up making the playoffs. Actually, they were, they were
1: one and done in the playoffs. He, yeah. But Kyler Kyler hurt his shoulder. Yeah, it was, it, it was not good down the stretch, but the only reason they were undefeated was because of Kyler Murray. They were winning in spite of their head coach Cliff Kingsbury, who was not it, as we've seen. But now he's at USC.
0: Hey, he had
1: a nice house, and um, <laughs> now he's at USC. He is—he is very lucky. He is so handsome. If he—if he were not so handsome, he would not have had the career opportunities. It's pretty privileged, my friend.
0: <laughs> You—I mean, hey. You had said that Kyler Murray didn't have that great of a year last year, and that is true, but he still apparently was seventh in fantasy points per game. And that just goes to Has Konami code. Yeah. So, I mean, he really is undervalued. And I mean, he, he's a guy that you should be go buying while you can, because when he does return, I mean, nobody's gonna trade him. Everyone that still has him is gonna be people who held on to him, just waiting. So, so guys listening right now, go get Kyler Murray. Go do it, go do it. The trade analyzer finds this very, very close. It is within five points, 696 to 692. So again, as equal as it can get. I mean, it, it makes sense. You're trading a quarterback who's number two, right? Quarterback two for a guy who could maybe be QB two, but you're going to have to wait some time. Plus Chris Olave and Travis Kelsey, who's a little bit older. Uh, well, Travis Kelsey is a little bit older, obviously. Olave's not. <laughs> um, we have a couple trade questions before we get into the last trade. Um, traded Aaron Jones or sorry, Aaron Rodgers, and a 2024 first for Trey Lance, Jerome Ford and a third YOLO. Uh,
1: I don't know if I'm trading for a first for uh, Trey Lance right now. Yeah. I I don't think I'm doing that trade. My friend, I apologize. I do like Jerome Ford, the upside of Jerome Ford that he could become
0: the new Kareem hunt.
1: That is intriguing though, but I, I don't think I'm making that move.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it's tough. I feel like, Unfortunately, Michael, you sold low on Aaron Rodgers. Um, just with everything going on, we don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, except that, I mean, I think, are you with that? He will eventually be on the Jets. It's just going to apparently take some time.
1: <laughs> yeah, because what happens if the Packers don't make this trade? Mandatory mini camp rolls around. The Packers can say, no, Aaron, you don't have to show up. You, you can stay away. Mm-hmm. Do you expect Aaron Rodgers to shy away from the drama? No. Do you expect him not to show up and make things super awkward for Jordan Love?
0: God, he sucks, man. (laughs) He is so terrible.
1: He is a diva. (laughs) And it is so entertaining. It's entertaining. It is so fun.
0: It is entertaining. The final gotta, trade that we... Gotta
1: love Karen Rogers. Shout I mean, out Maddie Karen Kiwum.
0: Rogers. <laughs> Shout, Karen. Out to Maddie <laughs> Shout out Maddie Kiwu. Shout out Maddie Kiwu. Here in spirit. Here in spirit. The final trade of the night. Joe Burrow, Rashad White, and the 2025 third were sent for Brees Hall, Ryan Tannehill, Sam Howell, the 104, the 109, and a 2024 first round pick. Is this what it takes to get the, the most... Turtleneck wearing quarterback in the NFL, Joe Burrow. Uh, it, be, uh, it be Ryan
1: Tannehill and Sam Howell is tough. Those are you. You talked about trading a hundred dollar bill for for twenties. That's like trading a twenty for three fives. <laughs> that is tough to swallow because Sam Howell. I like him. I hope he breaks out. I hope he can be a long-term starter, but that's a massive risk and probably doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Ryan Tannehill could be replaced at any moment. The Titans are talking about trading up in the draft. Ryan Tannehill only has so long left to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. The 104, it's the same problem. It could be CJ Stroud. It could be Bryce Young. It could be Will Levis. It could be a boat. It could be Joe Burrow. But you got Joe Burrow already. The 109 is nice to add. Brees Hall, getting Brees Hall as a, not a, it's not a throw in, but you know what I mean? Getting Brees Hall in this is great, but I think I side with Joe Shiesty because I love Rashad White so much. I think I go with the far and away best quarterback and the third best player in this trade because Brees Hall's the second best player in this trade. So best player and third best player, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is the weirdest trade. It's just so weird that you would have Joe Burrow and just be fine getting Ryan Tannehill and Sam Howell. I see the swing for the fences in Sam Howell. You have Eric Benini coming to town and a pretty solid wide receiver core and one of the best pass-catching running backs in the league, Antonio Gibson. Woo! <laughs> Plus, I mean, the 104. You're probably getting another quarterback. So you're getting three quarterbacks in this deal to replace Joe Burrow, and not a single damn one of them will replace Joe Burrow. So it's so tough, but... Uh, I want to say that getting the 2023 109 and getting the 2024 first and Brees Hall makes me want to do it. It's so much value staring at you in the face, but you should probably stick with Joe Burrow cause it's a super flex league. He's one of those players. You just shouldn't ever really trade. I mean, we're talking about 15 years of Joe Burrow, uh, which is just insane to think about that. You could have an asset in fantasy football for that long. Um, And I know, to get ahead of myself, the trade analyzer is way in team A's favor. Uh, Well, not way. Really? Not way, but 45 points, uh, which is about 5% in an 805 to 760. Uh, I think that's the math there. So, you know, I guess not way, but still 40 lifetime lifetime value points is a decent margin. But I think I might I might go Team B, and perhaps I'm believing in Sam Howell here. I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill, but I do believe in Sam Howell. <laughs> I think I do. I think I do.
1: Joe Burrow is also one of my guys. So we do love Joe Scheisty. We do love yeah. Joe Cool.
0: We do love Joe Burr. Guy is just
1: – nobody has more swag than Joe Burrow.
0: No not at all and you might have just swayed me with that sentence alone maybe you just. <laughs> it. i think we need to add to the trade analyzer the swag meter and that was... the, so frank, yeah, you yeah
1: it feels good getting swaggy players it does not feel good getting ryan Taddle.
0: no it doesn't that's the op that's the that's you broke the swag meter in the opposite direction <laughs> so man you know i mean it makes sense to go joe Burrow, so i'm with you there actually I, even though I just said I wasn't I think I am back on the team A side it's Joe Burrow it's Joe cool what was I thinking what was I thinking I'm supposed to be a trade god here I'm supposed to be a trade god um let's do one trade here from the from the chat or two really quickly from Jamie just do you think that these are fair trades they traded away Pollard for Chubb what do you think about that
1: yeah <laughs> like Jamie said 1.2 years difference Chubb mm-hmm. is a workhorse pollard is a satellite back plus i, I go with nick chubb straight up
0: yeah 100 percent. i don't think nick chubb will score as many touchdowns as he did last year i think it was 12 but that doesn't matter it's nick chubb and you're losing the risk of the cowboys drafting a running back and tony pollard not having the same role not having the same explosiveness i mean dudes expected touchdowns versus actual touchdowns i want to say it was like double i made a tweet about that yesterday or whatever, so. Uh, go check that out on my Twitter, Jay Football Line. We talked enough about Twitter. And finally, Jamie. Also, Jamie, thanks for tuning into the show and just ch- in, engaging with us. Because they bought Kyler for the one hundred and six and two hundred and three. What do you think about that? I'd imagine this is super
1: flex, and if that's yeah. the case, yeah, I I'm all right, I'm quite all right with that. The two hundred and three doesn't really matter to me, mm-hmm. and the one hundred and six, you're probably not getting Levis even at that point. You're miss- yeah, you're missing out on the top four quarterbacks. Yep. Yeah.
0: So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, And I'm with you there as well. Go get Kyler Murray. Honestly, I mean, if it's, if that's what it costs, sure. It's worth the risk. Jack, thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Where can the people find you?
1: Of course. Pleasure is all mine. You can find me everywhere at Javanaugh 87. You can find me seven days a week at 7 PM on player profiler today over on the YouTube channel, same YouTube channel. You're probably watching this on and You can also find me now on TikTok at profiler underscore news. I've been dropping some news bombs lately and yeah, that's, I think that's all the places you can find me, but I'm sure there will be more soon enough because the grind never ends.
0: It does not, it does not. And that's what makes player profiler. So great. Oh, go ahead. You can find me in Kansas city in two weeks. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. We will have
0: me. We're going to have so much great content. We're going to have literally a room in the Airbnb set up just for streaming where we're going to just gonna have the shows with all the, all the hooligans of player profiler. Uh, I, think we've got four. I think we've got four rooms for streaming. Wow. Wow. So something, something else. There's some great stuff, cooking a great time to incubate creativity and ideas and talk about football in Kansas City. So make sure, I mean, that's two weeks. And I mean, we're going to have stuff live from Kansas City. So make sure you're following us on TikTok, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Roto Wonderworld, and the Facebook even, the Player Profiler Facebook. Um, So all of us, we're going to have, all of those platforms are going to have great stuff. And then you can find me here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. And then Wake and Take, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Listen on your commute if you're on the central time zone, the mountain time zone, or maybe even, the Pacific Coast, but if you're if you're on the Eastern, you're probably already in the office. But still, 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, wake and take. Maddie Kiwum will be back next week. Thank you all for listening, and you have a fantastic evening and a fantastic weekend. Thanks, guys.